1: Mage Tahar is so sassy, we really wouldn't put it past her to swear. You shouldn't put it past us, either. Hello! Welcome to the Reading Circle Temple. I'm Molly. I'm Indy. I'm Brittany. And I'm Goodwin. And today, we're reading chapter 14 of Melting Stones. So grab a cup of
2: coffee. Or a tea. Or your drink of choice.
3: And let's get bigger than our britches.
2: Yeah.
1: In chapter 14, Evie goes to the McRae River to soak up power, and Oswin follows her. Evie soaks up so much power that she has trouble getting back into her body. She answers Oswin's questions about stones and the lines of power, and he feeds her. Then he realizes Evie likes stones more than people, and she tries to hide it. <laughs> Evie feels the volcano spirits are looking for flair in Carnelian, and the two of them ride out a bad shock. <laughs> Well, part one of our three-step reading process is reading like a novice. This is where we talk about what we liked and didn't like about the chapter. I went first last time, so I'll let somebody else go first this time.
2: Pick me, pick me. I only have three. Brittany. <laughs> My first one is when Oswin is asking Evie why she's gathering power, and she tells him, because I'm a squirrel who stores up nuts uh, of power for the winter.
3: <laughs> yes she's a squirrel what a description
2: right (laughs) my next one is when oswin is like i'm surprised you bother with us human beings at all you must live in a dream world if every stone and crystal speaks to you like that yes they're lucky that she even bothers with them because you would much rather be talking to stones my last one is when oswin is like my belly's not that big I
4: soaked it up like rays of the sun after a long winter. I bathed in it, drank it, filled with my filled my skin with it. The more I gathered, the more was offered to me. Streams of it poured through me to those things I was connected to: my stone alphabet, and my mage kit. We brimmed over it with power. I just really like that. Like
2: really good description.
4: Yeah, the faults in the sea, big ones and little ones, were roads under the skin of the earth another just really good
3: beautiful description
4: description. yeah you do a lot of other things for them you give them a home Oswin sitting there thinking essentially that he's not doing enough when like he's literally giving them a home or otherwise they wouldn't have it science things stone made teachers call it magma inside the world lava when it's out in the air that's actually a science thing they say girls are vain. Every met I, man I've ever met was just as bad. You
2: fucking not. Nope, that's why Oswin is like, my belly's not that big. <laughs>
3: uh, I like when he says, "Luck with the circle lads. I told them, one day you're underwater, the next you're not. It really just kind of I feel like the rock someday. Sometimes I'm underwater, sometimes I'm out in the sun. Uh, it it reminds
2: cool. me of uh... America's Next Top Model,
3: not oh, Top Model. It's a uh, Project
2: Runway. Yeah, that's the one. Project Runway. <laughs> one day you're in, the uh, next day you're out.
1: I was gonna say sometimes you're the windshield, sometimes you're the bug.
2: Mm. Mm, that one's better.
3: <laughs> Whenever the the characters go into their like magical forms and just travel around and see shit, I just imagine how like picturesque and like cool seeing stuff from that point of view would be
2: yeah that'd be really cool
3: like it makes you think of like drone footage except this one's underwater and also in a thermal vent so maybe not with a drone but you get the idea
2: well this one too she is in it for so long that she debates whether she even wants to go back to her own body she starts feeling
3: like she could just be down there forever because it's so cool doesn't have to deal with people because people are Mm -hmm. annoying nor being hungry or cold just traveling wherever
2: yeah uh it reminded me also of uh when briar becomes the king tree and he also wants to stay within the power of the king tree and then someone says something about food he's like never mind i don't want me no stinking tree
3: (laughs) can't eat if (laughs) i'm a tree i'm a trippy. evie talking to oswin and oswin smiling at her and being like why would you talk to people when you just talk to rocks?" talking to rocks he's kind of cool oswin is like i want to say almost like a therapist he has a lot of insight into people and what and wants to know why they do certain things and giant said that oswin fixed things without magic and it, it makes me think of like all the questions he's asking Evie are like, why are you doing this? Why do you feel this way? It sounds a little like talk therapy. I'm not sure if that's exactly what it is. It does make me think that he's helped a lot of people on these islands, not just by physically doing stuff for them, but just being someone to talk to and letting them get their thoughts out.
1: I don't remember if Evie said this or if I just thought it, but Oswin is a bit like Miriam following Evie because he's interested in watching her do magic because in the previous chapter miriam's like i want to see you do magic and then and she gets miriam did not follow her but then Osmond follows her and
2: he's like I you look like you were that, gonna do magic I, I don't think Abby said that but it's pretty funny <laughs> i didn't
1: think so either because of the way i structured this in my notes Because I think if she'd said it, I'd have written it slightly differently and phrased it differently. I think I
2: probably would have had that as a like. It would have been (laughs) hilarious. Like you're just like Miriam. Yeah, nope. I'm pretty. I don't think she's. But he is, and it's adorable. (laughs) Serious. I want to see. There's nothing to see. But
3: I want to see. I said, show me. Show me the magic. Show me. Yeah, unlike Miriam.
2: Here's your magic see this rock that's all you get it doesn't look Have magical rock. but it's my
3: magic damn it hey she made it glow at least
1: but unlike miriam oswin is older than evie and therefore she can't just cut it, sort to of shoo him away
2: like here here's a glowing rock get out of my sight
1: nori always puts in too much cinnamon tell her if you want your nose bitten off this reminds me of street magic when there's a reference to Rose Thorne biting someone's nose off.
2: <laughs> but I like my nose.
1: I think that's what Evie says too. I think so. I'm used to a bit more fuss when people work magic. Actually, I actually don't yeah. remember the context.
2: I just wrote the quote. Oh, I think she gets back and she's talking to him about it. He's like, I'm used to more fuss. She's like, that's what I try to tell Miriam. You are not listening. <laughs> All I do is rocks. There's nothing exciting (laughs) about (laughs) rocks. I tried to tell you these things, but you're not listening.
1: But there was a shake while she was gone.
2: That's true. That's a little bit of excitement, I guess. I'm sure that's not the excitement that he was hoping for, though. No.
1: (laughs) The armor of stone. Again, I didn't write down the context, but I like the phrase. Yeah, I don't know where that was at. Mm -hmm. It's bad to expect anything with that much power to follow a timetable. Part two of our three step reading process is reading like a dedicate. This is where we look for a theme or a message in the chapter. What theme or message did
2: you find? Exploration, I guess. She's exploring the sea and find, trying to find power, just exploring within her magic, I guess. I wrote Curiosity. I feel
1: like that fits. What Evie is doing, but it mm-hmm. also definitely fits Oswin, who's like, "Are you gonna do magic? I want to see you do magic." I like Oswin's curiosity. I want to foster that in myself, right?
3: Mine was self-reflection, uh, just kind of seeing Evie realizing that, like, she really doesn't like people all that much. We kind of already knew that, but mm-hmm. her saying it and feeling weird about it because it is kind of a weird thing to uh, admit
2: she doesn't really admit it she tries to lie about it and then she's like i can hear the lie in my
3: own voice she's admitting it to herself
2: Mm -hmm. yeah i think she's
1: said it before like she's literally said in previous chapters that she doesn't like people yeah but she's being more thoughtful about it in this chapter
2: i feel like her excuse for not liking people shows i don't know if it was this chapter or the previous chapter shows A lot when she's like i don't like people because if i get close to people they end up dying anyway so what's Mm -hmm. the point of becoming friends with people so stones don't die so i can continue to like stones better because if you like a person or any animals all of them are gonna die anyway so what what is the point that's no way to live
3: yeah
1: yeah. but it kind of reminds me of Oh, I think I said this in reference to Daja's behavior in The Will of the Empress. When somebody's like, I'm worried that my girlfriend's going to break up with me. So I'm going to break up with her before she breaks up with me so that I don't get heartbroken. I feel like yeah. it's sort of similar. Like, Evie's like, well, I'm not going to go there because I don't want to get hurt. But sometimes the hurt's worth it. Yeah. I want her to talk to the main character from the movie Arrival. You should absolutely watch it. It's amazing. Very minimal violence, no gore. It is like my new favorite movie. Indeed, do you have a theme? Curiosity, that's kind of the big one. I feel validated again. Yes. Part three of our three-step reading process is reading like a mage. This is where we use the text to craft magic in our own lives. What magic were you able to craft out of this chapter?
4: Mine comes from super early on, specifically luck of the circle lads.
1: Sometimes shit
4: happens. Sometimes you have to deal with it. Sometimes good shit happens and you have to deal with it, but things happen. It's not necessarily that good things happen to good people or bad things happen to bad people or whatever. It's literally just sucks to be you. You got a shitty draw this time around maybe the next one will be better
2: well my magic kind of got stolen with y'all's themes mine was be curious about everything a husband is curious about everything he uh wants to see evie do her magic even if it is just stone magic uh, stones aren't very exciting but he is so curious about everything he's like i want to know i want to be passionate about life like that i would just Find curiosity in every little thing that I come across.
1: I'm really glad you feel that way because I think that that you will end up then fostering that in your children. And I, I hope I think so. that's good. I hope so.
3: I don't think I pulled anything out of this one. Didn't write anything down.
1: I wrote foreshadowing notes.
3: <laughs> oh no, were, were were things foreshadowed in this chapter?
1: Things were foreshadowed very nicely. No way. i forgot about get the them. cart
3: fixed? No way. Yeah. I, don't...
1: <laughs> I, I just... I, I, I'm saying this now because I want to try and remember to come back to this when it happens.
3: So. Mm. The cart definitely doesn't get fixed. I guess my personal magic is things are not always how they seem. When Oswin talks mm. about... He's used to a bit more fuss when people work magic. Sometimes hard or important stuff isn't always visible on the surface people have more depth to them than usually what's, what's on the surface so you need to be aware of that and not just lump someone into a category or like a uh, stereotype just because of, you, you know them a little bit.
1: I wrote Evie gets frustrated when she can't fit her magical self into her body. What she says is why can't I do this one little thing and I feel that. That happens to me all the time. But then she makes herself calm down. She's like, okay, I can do this. Getting frustrated about it is not going to help me do it. And then she calms down and then she figures it out. I want to remember that. I want to be better about
4: doing
2: that. Yeah.
1: You missed
4: the conversation that Goodwin and I had literally while y'all were gone. Mm. Um, Goodwin asked me how my projects were going along. And I was like, well, I had to completely scrap Bub's project because I fucked it up in four places. I just sat here for a second. and I was like, mm. because I immediately wanted to respond because I am vastly incompetent. They're like, mm, no, 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 chill out. Inaccurate. It's Stuff fine. It
3: like happens to literally everyone all the time. Yeah, It's not yeah. a personal failing on your
4: end. Yeah, that is my relation to that tidbit. Yeah. We all do that.
1: I, I mean, that's a good thing to remember, too. This is not just me. Yeah. Everybody has this experience. It's universal. <laughs> I guess it's excerpt time. Yes. Yeah. Chapter 15 is called Arguments, by the way.
2: Arguments uh, pretty and
1: um, one want to make a guess.
2: I feel like Oswin and Nori are gonna argue about uh, the cart. Mm.
3: I think Mirtide's um, gonna flip his fucking lid over what uh, Evie did. Mm,
2: that too. And then Oswin's gonna get really mad and argue with the children and be like, you know what? It's time to sacrifice you all. Finally. <laughs> Finally. <laughs> okay, you know. Into, eats into the volcano.
1: Yeah, I have. I will
2: appease the gods.
1: We like to end our episodes with an excerpt from the following chapter. So, this is an excerpt from chapter 15 of Melting Stone. Chapter 15, Arguments. It's a beautiful rock. It's the most beautifulest rock I ever saw. Miriam gave the opal back to me. I have a beautiful rock of my very own. There's green and blue in it. It sounds pretty. I looked at Treek. Just because you don't understand, don't pick on Miriam. I took out the stone that looks like shards of blue ice crystals trapped in white ice. I showed it to Miriam. No, I'll hold it. It's really fragile. It's called kyanite. Let me see. Treek grabbed for it. He broke off the long spar that stuck out at one end. He looked at the slender length of kyanite, then at me, shocked. I didn't mean he was wearing a red shirt. The Imperial soldiers wore red tunics. For a moment, Treek looked a little like one of them. He had smashed their way into my room to capture me and broken the stones I was keeping there. No wonder the thing you're best at is breaking furniture. Get out! I yanked the stone from his hand. I didn't even care that it cut him. You may just think you're so great. You even think your dung is magic. Treek reached for the basin. I think he meant to throw it at me. Miriam seized his arm. Stop it, Treek! She looked at me. He doesn't mean it, Abby. I can fix your rock. Honest, Oswin makes this special glue. I can put your rock together. I couldn't stand that look in Miriam's eyes. She looked like a kitten climbing out of a stream. The rock's fine. It just lost a piece. Take Miriam to Treek before you really make me mad. He towed Miriam to my door. Then he looked back at me. I hope your volcano spirits eat you. I hope you get lost under Mount Grace. I answered before I thought. It would be better than being around people like you. Treek towed Miriam out of the room. It is but one piece of kyanite, Evumeme. I'm just being a meat creature, Luvo. Give me a time. Reading Circle Temple is produced by
2: us. Molly. Brittany. Indy.
3: And Goodwin.
2: If you like the show, tell your friends about us you don't like the show tell your enemies
3: you can also help people find us by leaving a rate and review on apple podcasts or wherever you listen
1: find all our
2: episodes at our new home on a cast shows.acast.com slash reading circle shake it us we'd love to hear from you send us an email at temple of reading circle at gmail.com
3: you can also follow reading circle temple on instagram tumblr and facebook and you can join our Reading Circle Temple Facebook group.
2: To find us on Twitter, tweet at Reading Temple. A special thanks to Yellow's for Happy for our artwork. You can find more of their art by following Yellow's for Happy Draws on Tumblr and Shannon Ann Draws on Instagram.
4: Another special thanks to Brittany's brother Thomas Dick for our theme music. You can find more of his music by following Thomas Dick on SoundCloud.
3: Thanks to Tamara Pierce for writing the Circle of Magic, and thanks to you for listening.
4: Let's all
1: have coffee next week.
4: I would much rather photosynthesize.
1: I was just about to say, Indy, you photosynthesize, don't
4: you? <laughs> I wouldn't. It would make my life so much easier. It
2: honestly would for you. In your really case, would. yes. You're allergic to everything, might as well absorb some light.
4: Yeah. Like photosynthesizing would be where it's at for me.